Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast on a mission to change the way the world eats. Guys, I just started yesterday reading this book about cravings, and it was written by an author of another book about uh, why we crave certain highly processed foods and why we seem to not be able to control our eating behavior around foods like Doritos or ice creams or certain snacks. So this author, he wrote a new book about cravings, why we crave things and how we can deal with our cravings so we can improve our eating habits. So a really fascinating book. I haven't uh, read the whole book yet, just a third of it. But there was a point at the beginning of the book, and I'm not sure where the author is going with that. And the point was about nutrient deficiencies and how we now take for granted things that in the past used to kill people. Like when people were poor at certain in certain parts of the world, they would end up eating a very monotonous and poor diet, um, for example, of corn, some pork fat, and maybe some milk. Um, or similar diets, you know, different region, of course, would be different depending on what's available uh, at any season where it was, you know, an abundant season or a season where not a lot of things grew. And people would, would end up, especially, again, poor people, would end up being deficient in certain nutrients. And back then, we didn't even know that there were vitamins and minerals, believe it or not, uh, vitamins were... S- were discovered, like first vitamins at the beginning of 20th century. Before, we didn't know that food had these all these different molecules that we needed for optimal health. And so people um, in poor regions would eat um, a very monotonous, very poor, uh, with little variety diet, and they would end up with nutrient, with vitamin deficiencies, and would end up getting things like pilagra. If you don't know what it is, please look it up. It's caused by natural or B3 vitamin deficiency. And as one of the nutritionists uh, likes to put it, it's dementia, diarrhea, and dermatitis, or dermatitis, not sure how to pronounce it correctly, uh, together. So basically, you have really rough skin, a lot of different skin problems. Um, you have diarrhea, uh, your mind starts to not working well, you start forgetting things, etc. And then at the end, you die. So that was a legit reason and way to die. Back, um, was it, I think it was a couple of centuries ago, what is this, 2021? Yeah, maybe like a century and a half ago. And people thought it might be a contagious disease nutrient deficiency. And then at some point, the governments of many countries decided, okay, you know, people are not that great at uh, eating a balanced diet. And so we need to start fortifying our uh, basic food items like uh, white flour and anything that's made of it, like bread. Uh, or um, what are other products? Uh, I believe like most of the cereals, uh, bread products, um, products made out of white flour and a few other items. So all of them are fortified with um, B3 
or niacin, and a lot of other vitamins and minerals. So people don't drop that here and there when uh, everything can be corrected with a simple addition of a few nutrients, right? So he brought this idea back to my attention, and we already talked about it on one of the podcasts this or last week. But then, guys, we also don't think about that such a simple nutrient. It seems like it's simple because it's kind of everywhere, but kind of not. I'm talking about protein. Do you know that in some regions of the world, people still die because they don't eat enough protein? Like, you literally can die from protein deficiency. And that's because protein is not just needed to maintain muscle, it actually is needed to maintain bones. It actually needed to create digestive enzymes that um, our body uses to break down foods and get the, you know, all the rest of the nutrients beside the proteins, vitamins and minerals and fats and everything. So protein is needed to create hormones, neurotransmitters, everything we are and we do. We need protein for that. And although in our more advanced world, you know, a world of more abundance where you and I um, are lucky to live, although in this world we don't die of protein deficiencies because we do still quite, you know, an abundant, a various diet, uh, not eating sufficient amount of protein can still compromise your uh, daily functions of your body, your brain, your mental health. It just, you're not going to die, but they're going to manifest, they can manifest like problems with your digestion or problems with your hormones, or you can feel fatigued and tired. Or because you can't make all the digestive enzymes, you don't absorb certain other nutrients, and you end up having all sorts of health issues, from hair falling out to low libido or sex drive, to not being able to maintain certain body weight, or putting on weight, or having anxieties, ADHD, and all kinds of things can go, go wrong just because your protein amount isn't optimal. Or you're eating some amino acids that are building blocks of proteins from plant foods, but you're not, not eating some others. There are 20 amino acids, and eight of them uh, are essential, meaning we need to eat all of them to make other amino acids in order for our body to function properly. And what's bad about plant-based foods is plant-based foods do not contain all the essential amino acids. You need to eat a variety of different plant-based foods to get all the different amino acids. So animal products are actually better because of that, because all animal products contain all the essential amino acids. And why is that? Because animals are closer to humans when it comes to body composition, right? And so when we eat uh, their flesh, or in the case of dairy products, you know, by product of their metabolism, when we eat them, because they're closer to ours than to plants, they also do contain the same essential amino acids. So that's why when we when we eat um, animal products, um, and, you know, of course, you can eat plant-based products, and it is recommended to have a variety of plant and animal foods. Anyhow, that's why when we eat animal foods, it is much easier to hit your protein target and then have your all of your systems in your body functioning properly, optimally. You know, there is a huge range of states uh, of health where you can exist uh, between death and optimal health and performance. And the trick is when you start getting really sick, 
it's easy to <clears throat> to measure and feel, right? But optimal health is a tricky thing. It's hard to measure, especially if you want to measure like your health holistically. Uh, it's possible to measure different aspects like your mental health or your focus or your productivity or your ability to digest food, you know, when you have really smooth digestion and elimination and you just feel really great in your stomach all the time. Um, your energy when you exercise, your exercise performance, how long you can endure uh, physical challenges, right? A lot of these things, depending on what's important to you and what you feel, you know, where you feel you lack, these things can be measured. But to really say, like, you are functioning optimally, it's hard. And that's why you want to make sure that according to the science that we have, nutrition science, you at least give yourself the best chance to reach that state of optimal performance. And by saying give yourself the best chance, I mean, if the science, performance science says that optimal amount of protein is that amount, about one gram per pound of body weight or two grams per kilogram of body weight, then for most people, that's what we should be shooting for. And not half of that, because some longevity expert in their 70s decided that that's the optimal amount. Uh, even though, again, when it comes to athletes, when it comes to high-performing people, uh, it's been shown that they all do prioritize their protein. And people who do have great muscle mass, great bone density uh, till the rest of their life, um, eat quite a lot of protein too. They're not purposefully limiting it to some soy products once in a while, hoping to get all of the protein this way. So the point of this podcast is, guys, is to show you that uh, you can die from protein deficiencies and nutrient deficiencies. But before you die, there is a range when you're not going to be performing optimally, but it's going to be hard for you to put a finger on what's not working because of your nutrient deficiencies. And that's why you need to work on creating an optimal diet to prevent possible uh, imbalances in different systems. And if you already are having some chronic condition, chances are it has to do a lot with your nutrition. And the first you know, step is to get your protein. You know, it seems like a no-brainer, but most people I work with still don't get it. Um, to give you an example you can relate to, I'll give you my protein routine. So I have a very uh, personalized or unique routine. Um, I don't eat my breakfast. I start my eating window at 12 p.m. or so, and I finish it around 6 p.m. for breakfast, semi-breakfast, because I just have fruit, and in half an hour I eat my other foods. So I start with fruit, and then I have half a liter of yogurt. That's about 40 grams of protein. Then um, with that, I also eat... uh, three or a little bit more handfuls of nuts and seeds, and I also have an ounce or 30 grams of dark chocolate, and that ends up being another 10-12 grams of protein. So for that kind of breakfast, I already have 
about 52 grams of protein. And then a little bit later, I have either some sardines or eggs with some carrots. It's kind of like a snack. And that will add another 15, 18 grams of protein. Then for my dinner, my last meal of the day, I usually have some lentils or beans. Plus, of course, vegetables do also have protein. Just the amount is much smaller compared to animal products or things like tofu or tempeh, right? Concentrated sources of plant-based protein. So lentils, beans per cup cooked, another 15 grams of protein. But again, it's not comparable to protein in meat or fish because of amino acids and because of different nature of it. So it's not enough to eat lentils, guys. You're not going to be able to get all of your proteins from lentils. Tofu actually uh, a complete protein, but also not the same as meat. There are different amino acids uh, in different amounts compared to meat or fish or eggs. And then for my dinner, I also have about 10 ounces or 300, 350 grams of fish, meat, um, shellfish. That's what I usually have, chicken and poultry. I'm not such a huge fan, so it's mostly fish, shellfish, um, pastured beef or pastured lamb uh, or organ meats like chicken livers. Uh, once a week I eat that. And that's going to end up being another 50, 60 grams of protein, uh, plus all the protein in veggies. So I end up being around 120, 130 grams of protein per day. And I can tell you that when I was vegan, and I was a stupid vegan, meaning <laughs> I didn't really know back then much about uh, balanced nutrition, I didn't eat enough protein. I had uh, started to have a lot of health issue after being a vegan for a couple of years. Um, mental issues, my mood was all over the place, my period was all over the place. But I was just, you know, thinking, well, it's gonna get better. But it didn't. And so I decided to learn more about nutrition and change my diet. But anyhow, I barely ate, you know, enough protein. I used to have a lot of cravings, and I and I think that was exactly because I didn't have enough protein and a lot of other nutrients. And my body composition, it was harder, much harder for me to maintain lean body mass. Uh, my weight used to fluctuate all over the place, also 5 pounds plus, 5 pounds minus, easy, because I used to have cravings and overeat on different foods, right? There is... The body is still trying to deliver all the nutrition, so it would tell you, okay, go and eat, because we are not getting certain nutrients. The point is, guys, protein is important, and if you want to start building a balanced nutrition that's going to support your health and optimal performance, start with protein. Make sure that you do eat. For women, I recommend to not go below 100, 100, 120, if you're like an average size female. Uh, and not a professional athlete. If you are a guy, probably more around 150 at least. Um, if you are taller, more athletic, um, then it's more. And shoot for that. And also add a lot, a lot of vegetables and variety of different foods. And that's going to be a good start for you. So I shared with you my routine. Now, your assignment for today is to... Write down all the foods that you eat on an average day and either calculate the protein yourself by Googling, for example, uh, 100 grams of 
chicken or, you know, three ounces of chicken, like how much protein. The Google will tell you that. Uh, it's going to open up a small window. So it's really easy. Uh, also, if you want, I can calculate it for you. Just send me your foods with the amounts and start building up your protein routine. That's, you know, the foundation because protein is everything we are made of, not just your muscles, but also your bones, your hormones, your mental health, so to speak, because the body needs protein to create certain chemicals in the brain to maintain your mental health and performance. So start with protein, build it up, and then take the next step. That's it for today, guys. So again, the point is there is a range between being dead from nutrient deficiencies and just not being your best self. And most people are lost in that range. And if you're already having persistent health issues, for sure, nutrition has to do with that. So look at your plate, uh, talk to a professional, figure it out. You're going to feel and look so much better for your entire life, right? And start with protein. What's your protein number? And make sure it's more optimal than not on a regular basis. If you need help, reach out, share this episode with another person who is going on all kinds of diets and still is struggling with a lot of things. You know, they need some science, not just trying the next fat diet that doesn't tell you the whole story. Share this episode with them. And guys, thank you. And till next time, eat better daily and add more protein.